Hey, sustainable fashion supporter. Welcome to Recloseted Radio, a podcast dedicated to fashion sustainability and equipping you with the knowledge to do better in the world. I'm your host, Selena Ho, and I promise to support you on this journey to right the harmful fashion industry. You ready? Let's dive in. Welcome back. It's crazy how it's already the end of November. In a couple weeks, it's going to be December 2019. And then in a month, it's going to be 2020. I was planning out 2020 with some of my clients over the last few weeks. And I realized there's so much to do to make sure that you start 2020 off on the right foot and you also end 2019 off right. Also, Due to positive feedback on some of our existing episodes that help sustainable fashion brand owners such as episode 8 on business strategy and episode 7 on financials, as well as some questions I frequently get from you guys regarding some of our consulting services, you know, what we actually do, what we do beyond just selling copies of our handbook and raising awareness on Instagram. I wanted to talk a little bit more about our business consulting and sustainability consulting services because I do know there's a lot of sustainable fashion brand owners that listen to this podcast as well. So we're going to be bringing more of that content to you guys throughout the next year. On the topic of 2020, planning and goal setting, one of Recloseted's goal next year is to help as many sustainable fashion brand owners as possible. And again, I know there's a lot of sustainable fashion brand owners that listen, so we're going to be creating a lot more content for you guys. And you heard it here first, but I am so, so, so excited to announce that we're going to be launching a 2020 initiative slash campaign for sustainable and slow fashion brands to help them scale and take them to the next level. We're going to be officially launching and announcing this initiative in the middle of December on our social media platforms, so at Recloseted on Instagram and Facebook. And then, of course, I'm going to be talking about it on this podcast as well. So that's kind of all I'm going to say, but maybe because you guys are listening, I'll give you a sneak peek. Essentially, it's going to be really similar to Business Bootcamp, and there's going to be monthly challenges and activities for sustainable fashion brand owners. And that is all I'm going to say. You guys will find out more later. But again, of course, if you want to find out more about this program and this initiative when we launch it in the middle of December, follow us on Instagram at Recloseted and also subscribe to our podcast episode because I'll totally be talking about it here as well. In the meantime, though, everything I talk about in today's podcast episode will be outlined in an awesome PDF guide for you guys. And this guide will have tips and templates for you that I will be referencing throughout the episode. If you want to snag this guide, it will be available for you for free at www.recloseted.com backslash 2020. And I will also have it linked in the show notes. Okay, so the first thing about planning a new year and a new decade, actually, because we're going into 2020, is to set your goals and set your vision for the next year. I'm going to sound a little woo-woo here, but make sure you are in the right state of mind when planning your goals because you want to make sure that you're feeling calm, you're feeling collected, you're feeling creative, and the juices are flowing. And if you feel like you're not in that state of mind, maybe take a walk outside or, you know, meditate for a little bit, but make sure you're in the right state of mind to be planning out your next year so that you have a really solid plan. 
One tip is to make sure that you aren't planning your goals against what other people are doing or what your peers or your competitors are doing because it is so important to focus on what you need to do next year and what's going to drive your business forward. And so you need to make sure that you're in this creative, abundant, free-flowing state of mind and you're not kind of trying to see what everyone else is doing. One exercise to help you achieve this is potentially creating a vision board. There's different ways you can do this. If you're a person that likes to cut things out and glue things down, then actually cut out pictures, quotes, text, whatever, and then glue it onto a poster board and then you can actually see it every day. Or if you're like me and you're slightly more lazy, I actually just go into Photoshop, but you can use something like Canva or even Google Docs. Collect a bunch of images or quotes or text that speak to you, and then I actually save it as my desktop wallpaper that I look at for the next year. After you're in this more creative, free-flowing state, it'll allow you to see what you want your life to look like, either in 2020 or 2021, or like what your five-year plan kind of looks like so that you can zone in and really see what you need to focus on next year. From this filtering process, then you can identify two to three big things you want to accomplish next year. I like to call these your like two to three big milestones. And the reason it's two to three is because these things should be really meaty, really tangible, and a lot of work to do. And if you want to do it properly, you can probably only do two to three big things. So make sure you focus. An example of a really meaty milestone could be, you know, I want to launch my second collection by Q3 next year. And that's actually one of my client's goals. And the reason why you can only have two to three of these, if you think about it, is it's so much work to launch a collection. You have to design the pieces, you have to produce them, then you have to market them, and then you have to figure out how you're going to sell them, all this stuff. And so if you do more than two to three, you're either probably A, not going to do it properly, or B, burn out. So it's really important to focus on what's really going to drive the needle and help move your business to the next level. Another tip to make sure that you achieve this meeting milestone is to use a SMART goal framework. If you haven't heard of this before, literally it's the word SMART, so S-M-A-R-T, and each thing stands for something, which I can go over, and it's also outlined in the PDF I was talking about at the beginning of the episode. But it's been proven that you're more likely to achieve a goal the more specific and time-bound it is. Let's go through the SMART goals framework in case you've never heard of it before or you're not familiar with it. The S stands for specific. So it kind of makes sense. You want it to be as specific as possible. My client said she wants to launch her new collection and we drill down a little bit and realize that she wants to launch with eight pieces. So that's more specific than just saying I want to launch with a new collection. The M stands for measurable. In this scenario, it's really important to ask yourself what success will look like or what is the actual measurable outcome of achieving this goal. With the same client, we sat down and figured out what her profit was going to be if she sold out all eight pieces, and that was the measurement that we used for this SMART goal. We put it against that profitability number, and that's what success looks like to her. The A stands for achievable. It's important to have your meaty milestone challenge you, but it also needs to be achievable. Make sure you aren't shooting for the moon, the stars, and like Pluto. 
make sure it's actually going to be achievable. Yes, you might need to challenge and push yourself, but at the end of the day, you actually reasonably think that you can get it done. And with my same client, we narrowed it down to an eight-piece collection, right? It wasn't a 180-piece collection with a fashion show in Paris and models and all this stuff because given her current scope, her current budget, and production timelines, this is what she could reasonably achieve. The R stands for realistic. So again, make sure that this goal is realistic and you can achieve it and you're not shooting for the moon, the stars, and Pluto. And last but not least, T. T stands for timely, and this part is so important. You need to put a by when or deadline date on it. Because if you don't do that, you're just going to forever think about this meaty milestone goal that you have. And you're kind of going to be like, oh, maybe I'll do it like next month or I'll do it next quarter. Or you know what? Maybe I'll do it 2021. It's so important to have a date on it. When people set goals too, a lot of the times they'll kind of just say, and you know what? Like I'll launch it towards the mid or the end of next year and kind of leave it at that. But that's not good enough. Not only do you need to identify what quarter you need to launch something in, but I would also challenge you to nail down the month and potentially even put down a date. That way, you know, things can always get pushed up or pushed back and that's fine, but you need to be breaking your meaty goal down into smaller, more manageable tasks. And I'll talk about that next, but it's so important to at least have a date set so that you can do a work back schedule and all of that stuff and plan towards it. Okay, so now that you have your two to three meaty smart milestones, next you need to plan against that. In other words, you need to create a work back schedule. And what that means is basically breaking down that meaty goal into smaller, more manageable pieces, assigning dates when you need to get everything done so that overall you still meet your goal by your by when date. And at the recloset.com backslash 2020 link, I have a work back schedule template for you. And I also have some links to some project management software tools that you might find helpful. Going back to the example of my client that wants to do an eight piece collection drop next year, what we did was created a work back schedule for her. What that looks like is, for example, for her production, making sure we know that when she needs to design all eight pieces by, when all eight pieces need to be approved by the manufacturing people and making sure that they can do it, when all the samples need to be done, when we need to do the photo shoots of the product, when we need to decide on the marketing campaigns and the launch campaigns for this collection drop, when we need to get everything up on the website, when we need to start talking to retailers, all of that stuff. Basically list out every single little thing under your meaty milestone and then assign dates to it. That way you can see how much work it's going to take and maybe you need to push back the date that you had set initially. Or maybe you take a look and you're like, you know what, I think I can do this earlier so you can push up your date. The point is to get super tactical and get all of the little itty bitty pieces and assign dates to it. And then if you have a team, of course, assign it to your team members as well. You can either do that through Google Spreadsheet or, you know, personally at Recloseted, we use a project management tool called Asana. We use Asana and you can also use something like Trello and other project management tools. And I'll have suggestions linked in that PDF guide I was talking about. Last but not least, why not start now? I'm sure you've heard of the whole, you know, it takes 28 days to kick a habit or develop a new habit. 
start now because this episode timing was very intentional. I wanted to give you guys at least a month before 2020 started so that you could already kickstart on your goals and start 2020 already well on your way to achieving your goals. Again, I'm going to have everything I talked about in that PDF guide that you can get at www.recloseted.com backslash 2020. In addition to that, if you want to stay accountable on your journey next year to achieve your meeting milestones, feel free to join our business Facebook group. This is different from our consumer one, so if you're in our Recloseted Movement group, join this one too if you're interested because it's a completely different group specifically for sustainable fashion brands. I'll have it linked in the show notes as well, but just in case, it's www.facebook.com backslash groups backslash recloseted biz bootcamp. And I guess the URL kind of gives it away, and I kind of talked about it at the beginning of the episode too. But I am so excited to be launching our Biz Bootcamp next year. It's going to be completely free to you guys. And I'm going to be giving away so much value and so much knowledge. Because again, we're all about helping sustainable fashion brands grow and helping the brands that deserve to succeed, succeed. Because at the end of the day, the name of the game is to right the harmful fashion industry. So we are more than happy to do this for you guys. And all the resources will be there. And if you join our Facebook group, you're going to be one of the first people to find out about the details of our Biz Boot Camp. So make sure you join if you're interested. And that was today's episode. If you enjoyed today's episode or you know a sustainable fashion brand owner, make sure you share this episode with them because we really want to help as many brand owners as possible. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to our podcast so that a new episode is automatically downloaded every time it's released. Lastly, if you think we deserve it, please leave us a positive rating and review as that really, really helps us with discoverability and then we can help share our message and have more people join our movement to right the harmful fashion industry. Thanks for listening and I hope that this was helpful for you guys. Until next time.